Thanks for tuning in to MANA, a short daily meditation to feed hungry souls with God's Word. These episodes were prepared by ordained ministers for a radio broadcast called Voice of the Church and are now republished by the Reformed Perspective Foundation, a Canadian charity that applies biblical truth to the issues of our time. Here's today's serving. Hello, dear listeners. We live in a time that many social scientists call the information age. According to one of the information age's most pervasive sources, Wikipedia, the information age is an idea that the current age will be characterized by the ability of individuals to transfer information freely and to have instant access to information that would have been difficult or impossible to find previously. Never before in the history of the world has access to information been so widespread. But what do we do with all the information we have? Arranging information, making sense of facts, leads to knowledge. But what do we do with the knowledge we attain? The book of Proverbs in the Bible divides people into two basic classes, the wise and the foolish. A wise person knows how to put his knowledge into practice. The fool, on the other hand, doesn't put knowledge into practice. A wise man has the facts. He has the information. He puts those facts together. He has the knowledge, and he uses that knowledge correctly. He has wisdom. A person who has wisdom has the ability to make the right decisions based on the knowledge he has. The book of Proverbs was meant to be a teaching tool. The Proverbs were collected and written to give prudence to the simple and knowledge and discretion to the youth, to give people who act who lack wisdom the wisdom that they need to live their lives in the way God would have them live. The simple, as Solomon puts it, are people who are not yet wise, but they also haven't completely thrown their lot in with those who are classified as fools. They could choose to follow the way of wisdom and become wise, or they could choose to ignore that wisdom and go their own way, in which case they will become fools. For the simple person, two paths lay before them, the path of wisdom, which is the path of righteousness, obedience, and understanding, or the path of foolishness the path of stubborn, self-absorbed, self-centered, selfish disobedience. Who are the simple? Well, they could be children. Proverbs was written primarily as instruction for children and young people. But they can also be those who are children in the faith, new believers, those who haven't been schooled in biblical wisdom. For new believers, there are tons of questions. How should I live? How should I make my choices? How should I act in certain situations? How should I react to others? For new believers, the Proverbs show the way of wisdom, the way of living life in harmony with the God of wisdom. But Proverbs wasn't written only for the simple, Verse 5 shows us that. After talking about the prudence and knowledge and discretion that wisdom can give to the simple and to the youth, Solomon goes on to say, 
Let the wise hear and increase in learning, and the one who understands obtain guidance. We can tell, or at least we think we can tell, when others are being foolish. The problem is, we're generally not quite as good at evaluating ourselves. We tend to think we're on the wise end of the spectrum, even when we're actually on the simple end. But growing in wisdom isn't something that is ever completed in this life. We may think we've reached a level of wisdom that means we don't really have much to learn anymore. But that kind of thinking isn't wisdom. In fact, it's the opposite. Having wisdom doesn't mean we no longer need to be taught. Having wisdom means understanding how much we still need to learn. Personal pride can only lead to the failure to gain wisdom, and only true humility can lead to the flourishing and growth of wisdom. And so the message of the Proverbs is meant for all of us, from the youngest child, from the newest Christian, to the oldest and most experienced. Because wisdom is about more than information. It's about more than knowledge. It's about understanding. Wisdom is understanding, shaped by God's Word, in action, and at its most basic yet deepest level, verse 7 of Proverbs 1 defines wisdom. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. And that fear of the Lord is, at the most basic level, faith. The first thing we need to be wise is an understanding that we are living in the presence of the God who created the universe, the God who rules that universe in accordance with his own wisdom. Fear of the Lord means understanding that the God of all the earth has the only rightful claim for our allegiance. Only by serving Him can we truly become wise. We have to throw away our pride and self-sufficiency, our high opinion of ourselves, and we need to humble ourselves before the Lord. And if we do that, by God's grace, through the work of the Holy Spirit in our hearts, and only if we do that will we grow in wisdom. Only by fearing the Lord will we be able to have the wisdom to see through the claims of the wicked, to reject the sin that seems to promise so much pleasure for so little effort. Wisdom teaches that the only true life, the only true fulfillment, the only true joy is found in seeking God's kingdom and His righteousness. Everything else is nothing more than a fake, a fake that can bring nothing more than heartache and pain. And so the message to the simple is this. If you choose to turn away from the path of wisdom, that turning away will only lead to death. The message to the foolish is this. Your complacency, your self-satisfaction will destroy you. So listen while you still have a chance, before you become so hardened in your foolishness that wisdom's crying out no longer has any impact on you. 
Wisdom means listening to the Lord and to His servants, to those who teach wisdom according to His word. And the end result of listening to the Lord's wisdom is real security, eternal security. So there are two ways set before each and every one of us, the way of wisdom and the way of foolishness. Wisdom calls us to live. When we listen to her call, we're setting out on a journey. And that journey continues for a lifetime. And when we take our first steps along the pathway of wisdom, we can trust that the Lord in his love and grace will complete the good work that he has begun in us, that he'll bring us to the ultimate goal. And completing that journey, remaining on that path of wisdom is possible not because of the wisdom of Solomon, but only because the Lord sent one who is greater than Solomon, the one who is wisdom in and of himself. God made him, our Lord Jesus Christ, our wisdom and our righteousness and sanctification and redemption in Christ says the Bible, are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. He's the one who gives us wisdom, which none of our enemies will be able to withstand or contradict. He lived wisdom. He is wisdom. He is the way of wisdom, and he is the source of our wisdom. The book of Proverbs leads us to him, and he leads us to life. He gives wisdom. He gives the willingness and the ability to choose the way of life instead of the way of death. And so, if you've accepted the truth of the message of God's Word, and if you've submitted yourself to it, you are on the way of wisdom, but you have not yet arrived. You're on the path to glory, but you're not there yet. Keep growing in wisdom. Never allow yourself to think that you've made it and that you have no more growing to do. Love the wisdom that only God can give and dedicate your life to growing in wisdom. It's the only path that leads to life, a real joyful life on this earth and life eternal lived in perfect fellowship with the giver of wisdom. Amen. And thank you so much for tuning in.